0: say that i have shed innocent blood what's blood for if not for shining? i I just can't take no pleasure in killing just some things you gotta do don't mean you have to like it there's nothing to worry about you're gonna be just fine i'm your number one fan let her get away mommy
1: Welcome to another edition of Horrifying My Friends. I'm horror host Trav, a.k.a. the Captain Creature. Joining me, as always, is the theme queen herself, producer Kate. Hello. And making his return to the show, the other part of the trio of film bros at your local sporting goods store,
2: the Jack. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me back on. I am (laughs) excited to do this, I think, my fourth episode with you guys now.
1: Yes. So some would say the first, like, well, some, some like my brother would say, the first actual horror film maybe some of the other ones were like um you know i called donnie darko you know uh-huh. quasi
2: horror and stuff but i would probably agree with you it was more <laughs> a lot more brutal than anything we've done before Especially, yeah. i mean parasite yeah we even talked about on there if it was horror or not Art. donnie darko was like you said whatever mm-hmm. type of horror film yeah uh, i probably said the lighthouse was probably the most horror i've done since yeah. or before this one
1: yeah For sure. And the reason why I chose this film, not to like get too deep into it yet, because I do want to see what you guys have been watching and stuff. The reason, and I did this at the beginning of the show, is like I I specifically selected films for people. And this movie I specifically selected for Jack specifically. (laughs) selected for jack because he said uh what were you talking about that was making you squeamish yeah
2: you were asking me at work like what kind of shit scares me um and so i I, like i I was thinking about i was like man i don't really know but you know the parts in movies that i struggle the most with are like those really tough like graphic scenes of like people getting fucked up (laughs) like in midsummer and um a couple other movies it was
1: that yeah you said the midsummer scene where the they uh, throw the old man off the cliff and then bash his head. Yeah. And I was like, I know the fucking movie I'm doing for you. Because <laughs> yeah. previously we had had you set up for Aliens. And I was right. like, that's going to be a good, like, and we may, may have you do Aliens in the future. But I was like, I got to do something more brutal for Jack. bring Like mm-hmm. the brutalness of this show. <laughs> but before we get there, what have we been watching? Uh, Producer Kate, let's start with you.
3: Um, I started watching The Patient. Okay. It's a Hulu original. It's super short episodes, like 20, 25 minutes, not even. Um, but it's starring Steve Carell and uh, Donald Gleason, if you know him from. Mm-hmm. He, I think he was in the Harry Potter movies. He was in a bunch of stuff. He's Irish, but he plays an American. Um, Is he like a young old? man who's like a, a psychopath? No, he's our age um maybe a little older but it's yeah so he's a he's a serial killer obviously hasn't been caught yet but he has been seeking therapy with the steve carell's character who's Mm uh this world-renowned psychologist and stuff their sessions are like pretty shallow he kind of doesn't really take it seriously and like in one of their sessions steve carell's character says like listen you're kind of Avoiding answering my questions, you're diverting when I ask you to get to go deeper with me on this stuff. The only way you're going to get better, and what you told me is you want to get better, mm-hmm. is to do this right, and that triggers the uh the guy. I forget his character's name. Doesn't really matter because there's only two episodes out, so I still have no idea what's going to happen. So I can't even spoil it for you. Um, but essentially, like it starts out, and this is in the ads, so none of this is spoilers, but um he kidnaps his therapist and nice. is holding him in his basement um, or at the basement of somewhere so far Interesting. Uh, and is forcing but kind of basically forces him to give him therapy and he reveals himself to him he's like listen i have to do it this way yeah so that's kind of the the whole premise and then so it's going to be big character work between them it's because it's mostly yeah. just all you really tend to see is them talking in their sessions it's that'd be like one of the last cool. people
1: you'd want to like, uh, if you were, like, really unhinged and shit. Because I feel like the therapist could, like, break you down. Like, at, I, over time. We shall like, see uh, I how know. they handle it. I don't know. I don't know. All of us have been in therapy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, well, the way
3: he's making it sound, he's like, I have a compulsion. And I, like, I want to stop. I don't want to feel this way. Yeah. But he also <laughs> just feels this way. He just gets murderous about the stupidest shit. Like, he's, his character by trade is a... Uh, uh, health inspector okay so we'll see where it goes a lot of traveling around and we'll stuff see where it goes it's being heavily advertised right now so most people probably will have seen those ads
2: so far the two episodes i like
1: jack what you been watching
2: dude i've been watching a bunch of stuff house of the dragon obviously house of the dragon just finished watching through um game of thrones again for i couldn't even tell you how many times it's probably about 10 times now Kate hates that show great. yeah Kate oh. hates that show okay. uh, we were
1: talking about it before we went on air and we have to bring it up because Kate hates the show I don't and I, we're wondering why I've seen
3: Game <laughs> of Thrones through two or three times I enjoy it I like many people had problems with mm-hmm. how they wrote the last season over it
1: the Daenerys is like a her, like a she heroic... jumped on the hype train of it <laughs> yeah. in the last yeah. season <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. no i remember seeing the um the final episode and just like yelling at the tv like really while i watched it and they're like oh come on you know like see rose fucking break
1: rose yeah. did too because bran was on the throne rose was like fuck bran
2: with bran <laughs> poor kid yeah bran
0: sucks <laughs>
1: Uh, are you guys going to check out... Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Jack, but the this fantasy talk has me thinking about the Lord of the Rings series, which just dropped. Yeah, I got to
2: check that out. I need to watch that. I've never... I've, I haven't seen the Hobbit films yet, though, so um, I need to watch those.
1: I don't... Yeah, don't bother. Okay. Well, somebody the other
2: day was telling me that they were better than the original movies. See, I think the original movies suck, too. Andrew Ball, that's for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I dig that series, like, but... I don't, like, go crazy over it. Like, I, I respect Peter Jackson. I want him to return to horror. Um, but um, I respect the hell out of that series. But, yeah, the, the Amazon series' budget was, like, a billion dollars. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've heard good things about it so far. Yeah.
1: So you've been watching House of Dragons. Sorry to House you.
2: of the Dragon. I'm keeping up with it. Looking forward to Episode 3 coming out on Sunday night, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hopefully they'll sponsor me. <laughs> Just finished Game of Thrones again. I've been watching um, – breaking bad again through this is only my second time seeing it. i haven't seen it for a while so i'm enjoying watching that again
1: so how okay so this is weird to me it's not weird but it's like it's kind of like the people that reread novels like constantly right mm-hmm. so you rewatch tv shows like constantly yeah like what makes you want to do that or what like um, what drives you to do that
2: i have a problem like starting new shows i guess <laughs> um i've just you know i started a bunch of shows before that I stopped watching after an episode or something Mm -hmm. because um, they just didn't grip me. And so, you know, I have these, a lot of shows and movies that I really like. And so I'm not, like, that willing to, like, try out new things because I don't really know if I'm going to like it or not. You've been
1: spoiled, bud. You've seen murder, you've seen one murder online and now you're just, like, (laughs) picking them off.
3: Um, I get the, I get that, though. If you're going to spend your time doing something, it might as well be enjoying something you know is good rather than something that might be wasted. i like picking
2: up on little details that i miss first watches Um, game of thrones you know i'm just obsessed with see that's
1: just like a such a heavy show to rewatch. yeah like
2: dude i cranked it out this last time too (laughs) we megan and i probably watched all of it in like less than a month jesus
3: well trav can barely watch one episode of anything that's true yeah have some context that's true
2: (laughs) yeah i watch like fraser over and over again that's all i watch Mm -hmm. i've also been watching over and over again community um megan and i love that show it's real funny netflix if you guys haven't seen it check it out um same creator as rick and morty
1: oh nice
2: dan Harmon. yes yeah um i've also been re-watching uh, Prison Break. Haven't seen that one since high school. So. Wow. Um,
1: is that show any good? Like or, the oh, acting
2: wait. is pretty not great, um,
1: <laughs> but,
2: but yeah, it's. I mean, it's pretty decent. Yeah, I like it
1: because it was like NBC or something, right? Or like uh, Ooh,
2: I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. It's it was on, on Hulu right now.
1: It was on like daytime or like nighttime TV though, right? right. Not like HBO or Showtime. No, or... no, no. It's just okay. Cable. And so,
2: I think the other one. The only other show I'm watching right now is MasterChef.
1: Oh, um, that's always classic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Can't go wrong with some Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, we were
1: bringing that up for Rob the other day. Like, um, the Kitchen Nightmares episode of Amy's Bakery, which is probably, like, <laughs> which is probably the scariest horror film ever written, really. I mean, like...
3: What'd she call him, a pussy willow? Yeah, dude. That, I, that lady's
1: crazy. <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, some knives pulled and shit. All right, so what we've been watching, I, I've just been watching, like, Uh, We watched like five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So I was telling Jack, like, it's so frustrating for Rose, like, because Rose wants to watch shows. She's a natural binger, like you are. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pointing to Katie and, and Jack, really. She's a natural binger. And because of me, we still haven't finished Stranger Things or Sandman.
3: (laughs) Oh, I would kill you. I would just watch it without you, frankly.
1: Yeah, and she probably has. I want to sit and watch (laughs) 80s music videos, though. That's what I want to (laughs) do. Like, uh, I almost called you Josh for some reason. Jack walked in, and I was watching, like, rat videos, like the band Rat, which was an excellent (laughs) 80s uh, rock band. But Jack and I, um, just to start the news section, Jack and I work together again, so that's been fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. I get to see him, uh, not every day, but almost every day. Uh, So that's killer. We get to talk about movies all the time um, with our buddy Tyler Ayers, who uh, enjoys Interstellar for some reason. Oh my God, get over yourself. (laughs) Uh, So just to hit some quick news, uh, so I sent you guys some images hulu's new hellraiser movie written and directed by david bruckner which hits hulu on october 7th uh bruckner is of course the guy who brought us the wonderful film the night house which is um i think what was it last year or the year before it made my number one horror film of the year and um last year yeah the last year and the ritual good
3: too
1: yeah so you guys checked out those images jack are you familiar
2: with that series at all I know it exists yeah (laughs) that's all i know about it
1: yeah bdsm torture and pleasure kind of cinnabites demons from hell kind of thing
2: but yeah it's a killer series um kind of they uh do a uh, parody episode of it i think on rick and morty oh do they really i'm
3: not surprised
1: the cinnabites or something yeah
3: it's got an interdimensional kind of
1: well you said they did a cronenberg episode too right yeah they've done yeah. yeah See, I'm
3: they pull I,
2: I, a lot from like they've horror, done a prestige episode too Holy check out shit. the prestige <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and they did a needful things episode yeah Dan Harmon does probably like uh like horror quite a bit uh what did you guys think about those images though
3: um I thought it, it I mean the way they're lit with the kind of that bluish uh, yeah. tinge like it reminds me very much of the movie so I feel like they're gonna try to do this pretty honestly or yeah. wait so this know? is
2: going to be a tv series and not a movie uh
1: no this is going to be a movie gotcha. so okay. uh this is a article on bloody disgusting by john squire so um david Bruckner says this is not a remake i just didn't think he could ever remake the original hellraiser it's too much its own thing and it would be, I think, peerless territory for filmmakers. That's Because how do you top that? And I agree. Apparently, it's about, yeah, won't, a young woman is struggling with addiction, comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware of its purpose is to summon the Cenobites, a group of sadistic supernatural beings from another dimension. So it's we have that to look forward sucks to. Sucks for, for her. For sure. <laughs> 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 she probably deserves it, let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, other news, other quick hitters uh, that I, you guys don't have to comment on. Uh, Kevin Smith toys with a Tusk 2. He uh, teased that recently. And um, uh, let me find my other How do you note. do a Tusk 2? I don't know, but I'm fucking in on it. And uh, on to. Fangoria, uh, producer Roy Lee uh, offered us Jason Voorhees' hope that we may see Jason Voorhees on the silver screen again. I, think, I guess that legal case is just like wrapping up and... I think uh, Sean Cunningham has been talking about it and stuff, so Jason may come back uh, after all. Now before we get to the film of the night, uh, ladies and gents, what would you guys say, so like I said I picked Martyrs for the specific person that is Jack sitting before me. Now what would you guys say is the most messed up movie you've ever seen? Now I, I think, I may have asked this to Jack on his first episode. Cause we were talking about like Requiem for a Dream or something. Mm. Um, but what would you say it is like after you can say Martyrs if Martyrs is it. uh, what would you say it is though?
2: Dude, it might be, it... <laughs> I wa watch... when I started working at the store again, I remember you talking about Requiem for a Dream. So I watched that recently too. Yeah. Um, so I would say it's, it might be between Requiem for a Dream and Martyrs. Okay. Um, I also think that seven is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, and towards the end of Shutter Island, things get like really dark um so yeah, i th- t- i th- I think that one is kind of up there for me too, more like emotionally, not like visually like making your eyes bleed, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, those are probably the four that come into my head real quick, Kate,
1: okay, what about you?
3: a cannibal holocaust it was still a cannibal holocaust i hate really. it i hate that movie i hate that you made me watch it <laughs> she's like the little piglet that <laughs> deserved to die <laughs> they so killed I, real animals in in that movie yeah, yeah. that movie's are rough. The, That's a rough the rape scenes are extremely Holocausto extremely cannibal. realistic and triggering and scary
1: so i did a That's uh bad. yeah it's a masterpiece so, I did a Facebook <laughs> post the other day, and these are some of the most popular answers. So, we have Salo, Human Centipede, High Tension, Funny Games, Antichrist, a Serbian film, Never Been Kissed, uh, Found, uh, Possession of <laughs> <laughs> Necromantic, and <laughs> Martyrs, which brings us to the movie of the night. So, Martyrs, 2008, directed by Pascal Lagier. Lagier, this it. is dude this is
2: going to be like brutal
1: right here <laughs> this is
2: the second foreign film that I've been on you guys <laughs> this is gonna and we be just brutal. butchering all the characters it's names and parasite too
1: yeah this is like a uh, this has become a like a a separate like even like section of the show where i just brutalize even american <laughs> actors names <laughs> uh, <laughs> special effects by Adrian Murat and Benoit Lestang uh, a young woman, a young woman's quest for revenge against the people who kidnapped and tor- tormented her as a child leads her and a friend, who is also a victim of child abuse, on a terrifying journey into a living hell of depravity. <laughs> Mylene is starring. Uh, the cast is starring. Mylene. Oh, my God. That's going to be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Mylene Hapania as Lucy Duran. Um, Jesse Pham as young Lucy. um Mariana Qui <laughs> Oh my god. Kate, why don't you read the cast I've for not
3: me? looked at these at all, so I don't Here know we how go. I'm supposed to do this any better than you. She took
1: French you. in high school, so I, this should be...
3: I took Spanish, and you know that. <laughs> it looks like Mylène Jean-Panmois, or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Morjana Aloui, Catherine Bayin, Look at that. Juliet Goslin, and Javier Dolantadros. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it, but anyway. She took a
1: lot of French and stuff. Okay, so, <laughs> trivia for this movie. There's not a ton of trivia. Uh, I had to watch, like, the... So, on the DVD, this movie's kind of hard to find, kind of hard to get in physical media, which I'm not really sure why. And I'm not saying that, like, as a joke. Like, I'm really not sure why this isn't readily available. Um, this is part of the new French extremity movement, or the French New Wave movement, that we started with Andrew Paul on his episode with Inside... And uh, we've continued with High Tension and, you know, other films like that. Uh, Frontiers, another one. Uh, Watching the hour-long making of documentary, it's clear that the director and his team spent a lot of time on the violence of the movie uh, and had a very clear idea of how they wanted to display the violence, um, in in particular the initial attack on the family. Um, The entire production team was kind of just, you know, it was actually like a really, I recommend, I think it's on YouTube as well, it's called, like, Chronicles or something. But it was really cool to see them, like, all standing around, like, seeing how this would play out, like, in real life. And he kept saying that he wants to, the, he, that he doesn't want any choreography or acting in the way that, like, Sergio Sergio Leone films do with the violence. Sergio Leone was, like, a Western director. And, you know, very dramatic, very acting in a way of uh, violence and Choreographed death. violence. Yeah, yeah. Um, instead, choosing to do things quickly, brutally, brutal, bringing that word back, uh, not giving the viewers a chance to react. Um, Isabel Chasse plays the creature as she's built, is an actual contor- contortionist, shit I can't read tonight, who spent years traveling in a circus and is one of the co-founders of the Seven Fingers, an artist collective act, uh, still running in Montreal, so... That was, like, the coolest part of that making of was, like, seeing her, like, wear a bodysuit and kind of just, like... She was, like, literally, like, doing, like, uh, handstands, like, reverse handstands, and she was able to turn her neck all the way around and shit. It's like, Jesus. Um, (laughs) The actress that played Anna broke three bones during the movie shoot. Like, I think she fractured parts of her leg and stuff. Um, So they had built, like, a platform up on top of the stairs, and without realizing it like she was doing some kind of like they were uh doing a scene and she stepped on the platform and the platform wasn't like totally secure so she broke her leg or fractured it in three places and be because it was in like a certain spot or something she couldn't wear a leg cast so she had to spend a, a like a month an entire month like in a fucking bed in paris oh my God. and they had to <laughs> Dude, could you fucking imagine that uh have you either of you guys broken anything
2: yeah yeah i've broken a bunch
1: broken a bunch really yeah what was the most painful one um my wrist really how the fuck do you break your
2: wrist i broke my wrist and my leg different times from soccer oh shit i got tripped one time and i just landed on my wrist wrong and i had to get surgery on it Mm -hmm. um yeah that one was rough
1: Oh. <laughs> you sound like you sound like you're remembering the pain right dude. Now.
2: yeah i can't stand broken bones oh i hate that's something that i hate watching in movies too even though i know it's fake i just yeah. oh it makes yeah. me scream
3: yeah what about you, you should watch yellow jackets that's another thing i'm watching i've broken uh my ripped my left wrist and my left elbow Damn. yeah
0: yeah
1: so i've never broken a bone in my body i think uh it's because of all the milk that i drink <laughs> um <laughs> So, well, a little background mad. with this one before I get your initial take. Uh, I think this is the first time that y- either of you guys have seen this, right? Correct. Um, I caught this one, of course, during the Brutal Trav stage. I almost shaved my entire beard only to this, like, in front of my the chin strap uh, before this recording. But this was one of those, like, most talked about movies in horror. It still is, like, that's why I made that post the other day, like, asking for the most fucked up bizarre stuff that anybody's ever seen because like i knew this one would pop up like over and over again it's one of those movies that just sticks in your brain so jack with that said i want to get your initial reaction to this film
2: all right i'm probably gonna leave the uh the themes to you guys for this one Mm because you know i'm just here to watch something fucked up yeah (laughs) and it did not disappoint it was pretty messed up um i was like not take my eyes off the screen except for when she was getting her fucking arms sliced down and oh dude that was tough yeah but yeah dude like i was i even talked with megan and i watched it together and she was talking to me after she's like man i was waiting for a happy ending like the whole time then at a certain point i was just like yeah it's not coming yeah so so yeah yeah yeah, i wasn't expecting a happy ending knowing (laughs) What with the questions that you asked me about Uh what scares me in movies and stuff. So I expected something pretty tough and yeah, dude, it was, it was a tough movie.
1: Yeah. Apparently the director said that he was like, um, clinically depressed and like really going through a lot in his life. Like while he was writing this movie. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kate, what about you? What's your initial reaction to this one?
3: I will say like Jack, I was riveted. Like I just couldn't, stop watching even though it was hard to watch uh-huh. um i think it goes without saying that it's cr- like gratuitous violence but that's what you kind of sign up for when you watch this because after seeing inside though
0: mm-hmm.
3: this is like on par bloody i guess but this is more um it's like senseless s- violence like yeah, to me sad. purposeless like there's no emotional reason why these people should be suffering this way. Um and it's really psychopathic, really. Mm-hmm. Um But I will say I don't really want to watch it again. <laughs> uh and I don't know that the, I are not put this on at like a barbecue or I something. D- <laughs> obviously not. I don't think they give you enough answers at the end. They leave it the, the ending is very um mysterious. So you don't mm-hmm. like there's a lot of different theories about why the ending happens the way it does. Um, and none of, none of them are better than the others, honestly, in my opinion. The way I, well, I've kind of read some other people's opinions, I've thought through different reasons myself, and none of them are satisfying. Um, and that's frustrating for me.
1: Is that okay though? Yes, it's certainly
3: it's certainly okay, but because of what they put me through to get to the end, I was <laughs> expecting a little bit more satisfaction. And not necessarily a happy ending, but like just a concrete. You know, answer, and I get the artistic, mm-hmm. you know, choice of leaving it open. But
1: do you guys think that groups? So we saw. Uh, this isn't the only film that delves into this during this time period. Like we've seen, like Hostel, and a lot of other like, uh, like this. This, like, era in particular, like the 2000s. Let's just oh, say, go have out you
3: say. seen Hostile Jack? Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: So, like, but it's not so much like his um, his exact generation, though. It's more of like the people growing up during that time of like the Iraq War and like, you know, all that shit mm-hmm. was coming out. And now we're getting into like some of the themes of this movie. But it seems like that, at least in some of the horror films, there's, def- there's a definite response to that, right? Um, but. Do you guys think that groups like this like actually exist and like uh, like, get off on torturing people or oh, whatever this group very, is doing? Very
3: rich
2: um, people who yeah. have weird sick kinks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know. Like, yeah, I would say probably. I just like even if I do believe it's true, I just find it like so odd that there would be like groups of them. I can see like a super rich person like doing some fuck shit like on his own. Yeah.
1: Like Like Bezos, fucking
2: yeah. yeah. But like the like thinking about like like dozens of the super wealthy all getting together and like doing some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, dude. It's it's pushing it for me.
3: I don't think it's pushing it.
1: Yes, because like the Epstein Island, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That's true. Um, Yeah, I think they do. I think there's these little secret societies where you know they have their little rules of. And they protect themselves because they're rich and they can. And they threaten, they blackmail. And, like, I think these kind of people with these, I don't know, they're just like, in this movie, these are sick, twisted, psychopathic people who are so desperate. And they feel so entitled to know what happens in the afterlife Mm -hmm. that they will literally commit (laughs) heinous Crimes Against Humanity. Like
2: the worst thing you can do to another person. Yeah. And that's like...
3: Just so that they can get a glimpse of possibly knowing what's on on the other side.
1: Is that sicker than like, say... And it's hard not to bring up Hostel because I think that... Like the directors even admitted that the Hostel was like an influence on this a little bit. It's hard not to think that because Hostel was like 2005, six, and this is 2008. But like, is that idea sicker than like hostile where it's like people are paying to see the torture happen like which idea is sicker to you
0: um because
1: it seems like in this movie that it is like in my opinion the violence is for a reason
3: they're funding it and they don't want they don't necessarily care to see the torture they just want to know what the answers are Uh um so i think it's more sick and twisted to want to watch the torture happen yeah but that's a different kind torture. They torture those people and kill them pretty quickly. If you think about Tostel mm-hmm. and this, this is brutal nonstop every day for yeah, like basically until they break a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: They're trying to like basically turn this person into some, like a completely different person. Like give them these hallucinations um, and hope that maybe one time the hallucination is going to be what they want to hear. Mm-hmm.
3: And the thing is, the the For, the women yeah, who d- we'll get time. into the plot soon, but the women who trans quote unquote are able to transcend, um, in this film via after all this like brutal torture, and they're able to transcend. <laughs> yeah, what's probably actually happening to them is a DMT being released into their brains because their body's about to die. Right. Um, like that's not giving you answers to the afterlife. Some people uh-huh. think it does but it is a chemical reaction in your brain like these people are essentially their bodies are putting themselves into a coma like to survive and then are like into what's the word catatonic states Mm -hmm. and then they do something so painful and so horrific to them to help them transcend and see what's in the afterlife and um that's ridiculous
1: so at least the group in this film is more wholesome than the group in saw films what you're saying I don't think it's wholesome (laughs) Um, i think
3: it's it's, it's, it comes down to this entitle right like super rich people it's this is the theme of entitlement we'll just talk about themes before we even talk about the plot oh yeah for sure like the plot is is very simple in this yeah pretty much this is about entitlement like rich people Mm -hmm. think they're entitled to everything because they can afford everything right and in hostile they think they're entitled because they have a whim that they would like to see someone tortured, they think they're entitled to see it because they can afford to. And then in this one, same thing. They think they're entitled to know what the, what happens in the afterlife. And they're not,
1: by the way, that's one of the creepiest subjects ever to me. And I couldn't get it out of my head. um, Last night when I was rewatching this and today when I was rewatching this is like, if some of these groups actually exist and like the dark web stuff, like we hear about that cropping up every now and then, how you could hire somebody to kill somebody or like, people who have been hired on the dark web or bought drugs on the dark web like i read a whole article about the silk road like a drug dealing thing on the dark web and oh,
3: you can definitely buy drugs on the dark web I, really? there i watched i watched <laughs> <laughs> you can um i watched um a true crime uh, special about people who use the dark web to um they're cannibals and they want to eat humans what the fuck and yeah, so what's they the use, name of they this? use the dark web I'll have to I'll have to google it and remind myself what oh it's my called god. just so I can but it's it's an episode of like a, a larger, larger series that has uh-huh. like specials about different crimes and stuff uh, murders but this is about the one that I'm talking about yeah these cannibals they use the dark web to connect like on like a forum with people who want to be eaten oh my god it <laughs> gets better <laughs> yeah. It gets better and so better. travel want to watch that i'm sure but yeah um
1: yeah i'm a whore for like and people have died
3: yeah it's very yeah it's been like investigating confirmed that these people exist i don't know how many of them are actually succeeding but
2: kind of going yeah. back to what we were talking about earlier like if we think a group like this actually exists obviously they could find each other right but i just like so those like dozen couple dozen people that we saw in that film together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all like super rich old wealth.
1: Yeah, they looked like they had old money.
2: Yeah, of um, like how likely is it though that like there are that many people with that like same inkling? Or do you think it was like something that's been going on for generations that they're kind of like raised mm. into?
1: Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, the first I remember the first time I watched this, I didn't know if they were gonna like take us back to, like, Nazi Germany or, like, something like that. Like, you know, uh, kind of tracing it back to that. Like, or... Yeah,
2: you can find people on the dark web that have those similar, like, really weird fucked up kinks and shit. But, like, how many of them are gonna be, like, in the ultra-wealthy? You know and totally saying? down
1: well, to, like, find the martyr well, Yeah these people.
3: And this, this is pre, you know, probably pre-dark web even. So, like, this is... These secret societies exist. I think they are probably easily organized because the very wealthy only associate with the very wealthy Ooh. and they have these little salon parties and their special little you know dinner parties and so it and God, to I wanna be, it's only God, a, i want to be at those dinner parties. i think these kind these kind of people they gauge you know they're all psychopaths they're all uh-huh. psychopaths sociopaths in some way shape or form and so like those kind of people recognize each other
1: it's like Trump says, "I'm in the room. Proba- I have the papers." Yeah, they probably
3: <laughs> they probably like you know test the waters with individuals until they get a sense of how they are, and then when they know like okay, this person's probably going to be down for this idea. That's kind of how they recruit people into their little club. But mm-hmm. everyone, I will say, when they you know when they called them all together, they all seem to be pretty close in age. If I'm not mistaken yeah, i didn't see real old right? yeah so i feel like this could be just like this group that formed a long time ago and they've just been trying and trying and trying yeah
1: it didn't seem like a lot of new blood in that group did it yeah right
3: really? so this could be something maybe even for more t- like World yeah. War II time. the
2: youngest one that i saw was um the dude that would constantly like beat her yeah, I mean, he was probably you know 40s i yeah. would say 40s or early 50s yeah, yeah and i don't know if there the people like 80
3: yeah and i don't yeah. know if the people the the staff that they hire to torture and beat these women and feed them slop um i don't know <laughs> oh, if that-
1: some of those scenes see some
3: of them yeah. okay i don't i was gonna say hold on okay. before i lose my thought i'm sleep deprived remember yeah. um I don't know that they are part of this society, or if they're even, or if they're even, um, g- sort of gifted the information about, like what, what these women have, what I guess the what this one woman has said after she transcends. I don't even know if they're privileged enough.
2: Well, they to were the get ones the that were on the phone talking to the Madame Moosley or whatever. They
3: they know what to look for to call her, but I don't think that they were privileged to. They weren't mm-hmm. going to be part of the group that got to hear. No one got to hear, as we know, other than the one lady. But and people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, we'll get to the plot <laughs> and explain it. But why,
1: why don't we real quick?
3: I don't know how. How do you find people to do this kind of well, work? Well, it's kind
1: of like the it's kind of like the the Nazi thing. What did they say? Because um, wait, the
3: uh, one that one was like a whole family. And... It was that right. experiment
1: that they talked about all the time, and um, like in psychol psycholo- <laughs> psychologically. Uh, psychology class was like um where you were told that another person was in another room and they kept on hitting the button to shock them or whatever
2: right it was like prisoner's dilemma,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. or something like that that's it,
3: a different that's a different one, because but... it was
1: with the Nazi guards, and they all literally like all of them said like we were just doing what we were told and we were just doing our jobs right um and we like kind of didn't, which I think is kind of bogus, but like at the same time it's like. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm either gonna do this or I'm gonna get a, a gun in the back of my head kind of thing. Mm. Like, and and I don't know. See, honestly, no, I get that response, but like, you know, I like to think I would do the right thing too.
3: See, these people, I don't. They didn't show them getting enjoyment out of beating them mm-hmm. or feeding them the slop. It was just something that they had to do. But they like, even feeding them the slop was like.
2: They were going a brutal. little overboard. It was it was <laughs> yeah, brutal.
3: I'm like, like, do you have to? But they beat also, me that but they also fast. didn't show the people who were perpetrating these, you know, this violence and these crimes against these people, enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I'm like, how are you making this were, pea soup every day? Like, What well, are you making?
3: They didn't seem to enjoy the beating, like beating the people. You know, it was just like something. It seemed very like straight, stony faced. I must do this. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know.
1: And could almost, like, du- like go deeper into themes as well, like, kind of like how we don't think about, like, buying Nike shit and stuff, and how somebody, like, suffers for that stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, if you want to think about it that way.
3: I wonder like... if they told the, s- the staff that these women volunteered to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, What's what saying? did you... Okay, so as the only woman on the show, um, what did you think about the, the martyrm, martyrm, uh kind of take of, like... The young women, like, kind of...
3: Oh, their bullshit theory that only um, only young women seem to be sort of um, predestined or, like... Be able to they're more like Yeah, they're the... more likely to be able to endure the pain and transcend. Listen, women, we have pain built in. This is something I've heard someone say. I don't uh-huh. remember where. But, like, we have pain built in from, like, the day we're born. Mm-hmm. and like we're cu- we, we endure pain every single month like our, our pain tolerance is high so i would say if you buy into this bullshit theory mm-hmm. it would make sense that women can make it farther like men probably just give up or die
2: i mean it was just crazy to me too to see half the people that were putting the, these young women through it were women yeah i was yeah. like oh my god i think
1: that was definitely a deliberate like uh, by the director and writers. yeah like a mind fuck yeah um, it'd be so easy to torture a guy too like if you really just think about it because all you gotta do is like pull out scissors and be like <laughs> and make a snip <laughs> snip kind of motion <laughs> and it's like any guy's gonna be like okay what the fuck like what do you want like I'll tell you what everything Um, okay so before we get to totally talking about the end why don't you give a very brief kind of uh, producer Kate kind of just bare bones plot
3: okay it starts out with you meet Lucy she's a young girl she's running through the streets um, almost naked if not naked and just covered in cuts, scrapes bruises you name it um, and she's screaming for help and then you see that she is put into an institution of some kind an orphanage um, and she starts to recover, but she's never right. Like she's been tortured too much for a kid. Who knows <laughs> she's... how long? Yeah, because yeah. she is a kid. Um, and you find out that they they know something about her conditions, like because they go back, you know, in in their investigation, they're trying to find. They never find the people, but they find that she was like she had the 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 chair with the hole, just, just like peeing mm-hmm. shit into the toilet, and that she was tortured in all these ways and. Um, she also is visited and haunted by this um dead girl a a dead girl yeah a girl uh, it's looks just some kind of like this horrible creature uh naked scarred something um, straight out of
1: like hellraiser yeah
3: face all mangled like and this this girl haunts her and tortures her and you know, scratches her up. That's what you're, you know, that's the way they set it up. It's very kind of supernaturally at first. It yeah. Seems. And then um, she, she meets her best friend, Anna, in that institution. They grow up together. Did you guys um, kind
1: of catch on that the creature was kind of like in her head pretty quick? Or were you guys? Yeah,
2: yeah I did. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I saw it, I was like, maybe. And then in the next scene, like after they cut to the 15 years later, when she's getting stabbed in the back by, I was like, maybe not yeah <laughs> yeah and then um i did again sorry i'm kind of like skipping it's ahead okay. in the pot no a you're good bit. but when uh after she murders the family it's kind of like on par like it cuts to like she becomes friends with anna sees this creepy thing cuts to 15 years later murders this family of four oh, gets yeah. fucked up by this demon girl yeah calls anna anna comes over and, like, right as Anna gets there, she's like, she's inside, like, she hurt me really bad. Um yeah. And then Anna's like, okay, I'm going inside. Like, mm-hmm. not not, not pressed about it at all. Yeah,
3: she's like, "I'm." A... she's gone years and years and years of her friend Lucy's crazy shit yeah. with her little Thinking demon friend. <laughs> um, I think she wants to believe her, but she doesn't believe her, right? Mm-hmm. She, you know, in her, in her heart of hearts, she knows it's in her, probably in her head because that. Her, that this demon thing's never been seen you know yeah
1: never really attacked her or anything like that right
3: so you know at the end of the day like it's like jack said it cuts to 15 years later and they're still best friends um and lucy just has a shotgun um yeah. and you see her go to this family's house that seems it's like a family of four a mom and a dad and like a two teenage obviously kids wealthy just yeah. fucking
1: mows everybody down well off yeah that but, was awesome
3: um yeah she just <laughs> kills everyone and then you find out that the mom and dad were the people she she had been hunting them her whole life They're, those were the people who had tortured her when she was a kid
0: mm-hmm.
3: and they've been getting away with it ever since and she um, kills their kids as well um, and she I thinks like she thinks that that <laughs> like to get that to, to get the demon girl to leave her alone finally that these, this is what she had to do one a little bit of revenge for herself but also she thinks like i the only way to get rid of this entity that's following me around this guilt really it's guilt because she saw this girl and didn't try to help save her when she was escaping Mm -hmm. back in the day right um but anyway uh you find out it's just lucy's head um and she actually ends up killing her you know cutting herself up and then killing herself
1: man those scenes were brutal yeah
2: yes Um, dude i had a put my fingers over my eyes yeah. Down. yeah
3: um and anna has come in and like there's a bunch of scenes I like, glossed over where yeah. they're they're trying to figure out what are we gonna do they're thinking they're gonna clean up the house get rid of the bodies like mm-hmm. whatever should dipped,
1: dude. as a yeah. true Buckled crime fan yeah it's... as a true crime fan i was like uh like re-watching this last night i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing like you guys just they just they, out they were very
3: they were just chilling. well <laughs> anna did not expect this to happen yeah. right. she was like
2: See, they they thought they were going on a recon. A murder scene, though.
3: They thought they were going on a recon mission, right? Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're there for like a few days. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, Lucy's done for. The whole family's dead. Anna's there. She calls her mom, and it's just like there's a weird relationship there that yeah. never never gets rediscovered really. Um. Yeah. And while she's snooping I around think the that house, that might be
2: important to like why she was able to achieve martyrdom. Modern- martyrdom then,
3: possibly yeah Mm. i guess i'd have to go back and pay more attention to those phone calls with her mom um
1: yeah she called the other girl like a pervert and like a bunch of other shit i remember
3: but i I don't really yeah, there was there was definitely a vibe that maybe Anna and Lucy also love each other in a romantic way, but it yeah. was maybe mm-hmm. unexplored. Hinted at sure. a little bit, yeah, for sure. But uh, should have explored it a little more. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: yeah, speaking of, before we get there, the uh, one of the bath scenes is I, I think like in everybody's list of like ten hottest scenes in film uh, <laughs> oh, in up. the two thousands. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what I like about this movie though, as we're going through the plot, um, and one thing that I think is very cool on how they kind of jerk you around with like the story mm-hmm. is like the moment that we're about to get to where she's on the phone with her mom and she discovers like that there's something hidden behind like this bookcase or whatever. It and almost goes
2: back to paranormal.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, like dives back and forth. Like kind of, is this like more true crime kind of thing or paranormal? We'll talk about it later. Like how I really love like where it goes. But, um, she discovers, like, this fucking hidden behind the bookcase, much like in Parasite, mm-hmm. and this lady into the basement, like, with a fucking, what would you even call it,
2: like a... I... Me- yeah, like a metal helmet that was just sewn uh... into her skull, <laughs> yeah, covering <I'm... laughs> completely covering her eyes yeah. in metal underwear. Yeah, when yeah, we get to
1: this very hot scene where she drags her to the tub and... <laughs> so... Starts, so...
2: Yeah.
3: You skipped over a detail. So Anna yeah. actually goes down into this. It's like a state of the art, almost. Yeah. Uh, she very was clean and. Cli- down
2: that, and I was like, "How fucking rich are these people? Yeah.
1: Do you guys go down? Okay. So it's dude, clean and
3: clinical, and there's <laughs> pictures of like women who like through history yeah, who look dead, and tortured. Pictures. And so she's still exploring, and she goes, and that's what in the when world. She- that's you where guys she go finds down that woman. If
1: you guys find that little ladder thing, and it has a lock on it. And there's a ladder that goes down into somewhere, like some basement thing. Do you guys go down in it? Fuck no. no. I absolutely do. My there's friend is
2: dead. I am sitting at a crime scene of four murders and a suicide. <laughs> yeah. I'm jumping shit.
1: Yeah, if you think about it, she should have like been like, oh, my friend wasn't fucking around. Like at that point. Like really. That's a
2: good point because she does realize that, I think, um, after she kills herself... Mm-hmm. that uh alright she was like telling the truth about this shit um and so like maybe she did suspect that there was another girl down yeah there. I, I think Anna like was really her.
3: questioning Lucy and I think I t- had a different take on it I think Anna was really questioning Lucy because the mom if you remember wasn't completely mm-hmm. dead um yeah. at first and, <laughs> and that was <laughs> creepy and Anna, Anna was gonna try to help save her and like fool uh, like without Lucy <laughs> knowing you know um
2: Oh, and that was a brutal scene too when yeah. Lucy killed the mom yeah, again. She, she's just hitting the back of the head with a hammer. Like yeah, the mom got it oh, the worst, man. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so, well, she deserved it. But anyway, <laughs> um, so, so like you said, there's this woman just been horribly tortured. Scars all over her oh, body. Man. She's got um, this metal blindfold screwed into her skull, um, and metal underwear mm-hmm. also. So that's got a the infection. I don't even want to no oh my God. um but yeah so anna's trying to show her mercy and help her you know put her in a warm bath and um, try to t- take take takes the stuff oh. off of her and prize it out of her skull oh and then the woman immediately just um goes nuts grabs knives and is trying to kill herself oh. um because she thinks <laughs> Dude, I mean, you f- gross. yeah you find out later she thinks that there's like cockroaches or something all over her body like bugs um, so did that scene bother you tortured. when she was
2: cutting? Oh her my wrist? god, dude, <laughs> that was horrible! <laughs> trying to chop off her hands and shit. He looks like oh, visually I, uncomfortable, right? Dude, now. I hate the wrists. Like she's slicing the wrists, it's horrible for yeah. me. So that scene when she was slicing down her arms when uh-huh. Lucy was killing herself. Yeah. Oh my god, That was closing my eyes for that. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> so from there, Anna has been. She's more than overstayed her welcome at this point. Um, this, the secret society has hired their security people to come in. Mm-hmm. And because I'm sure they are like <clears throat> wondering why why they're not getting report from their people. Yeah. Um, and they drag Anna down. She becomes the next victim, of course. <clears throat> and yeah, I, I can skip over all the torture because basically same thing. Um yeah, it's torture were, porn
1: yeah. for like yeah. the next twenty five minutes. Just like eating
3: yeah, dude, eating was... slop and being beaten every day. I was for, getting like... a Josh
1: Hartnett haircut from the faculty,
2: like yeah. they were fucking her shit all up. I was just like, couldn't even blink. I couldn't take my eyes off the TV, but I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> a little <dude?"> sadist. Yeah. <laughs> he said he couldn't take his eyes off of it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus I mean, Christ, the
3: acting is honestly it is very, very w- brutal. It uh, the girl, the woman who plays Anna excellent job like she genuinely
2: yeah dude, i would have looks, felt really uncomfortable like in the like.
3: eyes looks like she's been enduring this torture like and just it's i think she just did a good job but yeah so you just watch progressively her get more and more tortured and then she reaches a point where she can like she's hearing i think maybe lucy's voice talking to her Yeah. um so she's like a reaching she's reaching that, that transcendence tense. right uh, and so then they finally decide that she's she's at this point where they can do the final you know this is your final big test fuck yeah dude um and she is literally catatonic like they take her in she has no reaction to anything they do and they rip her skin
2: off they, they fucking leave her flay her <laughs> yeah
3: they leave her face and then they, she's just, like, mus- muscle and blood.
1: I want to go to a band that, like, that's their front man. It's, like, a flayed person.
3: <laughs> After they do that, they just kind of prop her up Jesus-like Fuck in yeah, some dude. kind of contraption. And she transcends, like, she. they just see something go out in her eyes or something. I don't know yeah, how you they... get a trippy scene yeah, of zooming they know. into her eyeball
2: and so, shit.
3: Yeah, so you, she, you're left to, you know, like, you're understanding that she's either having a DMT t- trip, like, a natural mm-hmm. DMT trip, or she's, you know, if you believe in an afterlife and a god and all that shit, then maybe she's experiencing that, like, almost like a near-death experience, if you will. But she's, she is not dead all the other women who have reached this transcendence point die before they can say anything is what you find out because they alert the old lady crazy old lady mademoiselle mademoiselle and she comes and she's the only witness to what anna experiences oh yeah anna 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 is the
2: witness "Mm -hmm."
3: right but the only person she tells anything to is mademoiselle uh, it's whispered to her and then you know, she calls all her little weird society of people together. And we couldn't if, hear what was
2: whispered by no, the uh, no, 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 no one
3: knows you don't what know. was whispered. And these people are all waiting with bated breath to find out what was witnessed, what's on the other side. And Mademoiselle is just like she's taking off her makeup and her eyelashes. It's just like a weird kind of scene. And they're just like waiting for her. She's in this room And one of the older gentlemen who must be, you know, pretty high up in the organization uh, comes in and and is just like, we're ready. We're ready. We want to know it whatever. And she just like says pretty cryptically, she asks him like, what does she ask? What do you think happens after we die? die?" What do you think is in the afterlife? And um, he, I don't, it doesn't really matter what he says, um, but she basically says, keep doubting. Uh, and then she puts a gun in her mouth and kills herself all or right. she or she kills herself some way.
1: So what did you guys take from that? Because I was worried. I remember the first time I saw this, I was extremely worried that they were going to give us a kind of positive ending and like, like mm-hmm. it was going to be a happy ending. Like you said, Megan was like kind of looking for yeah. oh,
3: that. All this was worth uh, something. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like,
1: fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so there's an explanation or anything. <laughs> And I'm like, I dig though, and it's probably like so 2008 of me, I dig how this ends, dude. Because it's like, the way that I take this is, you could take it as like a DMT, or you could take it as like, she found out what was like really She going did on. transcend, truly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and she, what she found out like, was so fucked up that she couldn't even bear it, or like like, that's where it kind of gets into the cosmic terror, or you know, the... More into the Clyde Barker realm kind of stuff, uh, but what did you guys interpret that ending as?
2: I, uh, I don't really like the DMT explanation. I feel like that's kind of just like breaking the movie um, for what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I think that she Kate's a narc, but <laughs> I'm not think... a believer. So there, <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> um, but you know, for the sake of the movie, I was believing that she saw like the afterlife, or, like what happens after death and Uh um, that it was just so appealing to Mademoiselle and that she just had to have it immediately.
1: Ooh,
2: okay. That's That's a killer take.
3: I'm I'm with you plus more. So I think what was communicated to her, like you said, was so appealing to her that she offed herself because she was like, i'm old it sounds amazing i'm on my way yeah. but <laughs> I'm, old, I'm there's on my two way. <laughs> there's two other kind of facets i think they were doing they could have been doing with this mm-hmm. um the reason she didn't share it before she killed herself i think is because you're talking about a woman who is a pure psychopath like yeah. she's like she's or... a greedy fucking psycho bitch like of course like it makes a lot of sense why she wouldn't tell her tell these people she wants to die with
2: the knowledge and maybe also to ensure that the practice continues
3: because she's sick and twisted like i don't know um but i think also the writers when they're when they're thinking like how do we end this let's have her kill herself Mm -hmm. she's the ringleader and it really is like the curiosity killed the cat situations i feel like that's they were kind of going with a theme Mm -hmm. a la like that curiosity killed the cat theme. I feel like that's come up in a lot of, um, like the Spanish films and, uh, French films that you've had me watch. And it comes
1: up a lot in like the HP Lovecraft kind of like terror of like unknown. Right. Or like the, it was in the white house too. Yeah. It's like, once you look into that and like get the information, you go mad kind of thing. Like, but that's interesting that you took from that, like that she wanted that. And I was like, "I, I, Like, I don't know why I never thought about that, but that's kind of a killer.
3: Yeah, what did you think?
1: So I thought that she shared what Anna told her. Like, or Anna shared what she saw. And it was, like, kind of horrific or, like, you know, just like a fucked up afterlife. And she was just like, kind of fuck it and killed herself. But I dig what Jack said, like, that she immediately wanted...
3: I think she wanted, she was the only re- probably reason that she was hanging on earth was, you know, instead of just satisfying her own curiosity by taking herself out, so torturing other people to find out. Mm-hmm. I think she's so selfish and self centered and narcissistic that she needed that confirmation mm-hmm. to pull the trigger, literally.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, let's go around and give some of our like favorite scenes in the movie. Let's just give one. I think we're running pretty long. Uh, Jack, what scene kind of stuck out for you? I know you were uh, you were being squeamish in the studio, even mm-hmm. when I was talking about the wrists and stuff like that. What are some of those scenes, or what is one scene in this movie that sticks out and one that you will always remember? Um,
2: man, dude, there are a lot because it was a really the whole thing was really fucked up. Your
1: next tattoo is gonna be. Of this movie, you yeah. know, I might
2: just get that Holocaust cannibal tattoo yeah, there right there. Go. Holocausto cannibal, <laughs> um, dude. I don't know. I really like the scene where Lucy comes into the house and starts shotgunning people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was awesome. And then when yeah. she killed the little girl, I was like, "Come on, yes, yeah. oh yeah, It deserved it." Um, I mean, obviously, I don't think the kids did. Yeah, but did. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty badass. Um. So that was, that's was probably my top scene. There's something know.
1: about seeing, um, I don't know, and I'm not fucking around when I say this, something about seeing like a female with a gun versus like a male with a gun where you're like, okay, I know this female was fucked over. So like immediately you're like, these people probably fucking deserve it. Yeah. Whereas the guy, you're like, he could just be like a raging fucking lunatic. Like we see every <laughs> day. No, right. seriously, like we see every day in real life. A woman with a gun, you're like, okay, she was raped, she was tortured, you know, he did something to her, like, whatever. Like, right. So, it's, it's very interesting, like,
2: that scene. I was also, you know, before, like, it was actually confirmed um, mm-hmm. when the rest of the cult shows up. Mm-hmm. I was kind of, like, thinking, dude, maybe it wasn't the right people uh-huh. um, and shit like that. Like, I wasn't 100% confident that she killed the right people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you get a scene with them before before Lucy comes in. Yeah. And it seems like a pretty wholesome family yeah <laughs> so
3: i don't i disagree i thought that they seemed like assholes all of them really except for the son yeah the son seemed like a normal kid just trying to figure out what he wants to do for a living um i thought the parents were like cruel nasty and i thought that the daughter was a fucking bitch like just the way she she was that's every family in america no you could tell she was like this like charmed girl living a charmed life and like even the way she talked about who like when the doorbell rang or whatever she was just like who are these fuckers or something like she just has like and she i don't know i just got a bad vibe about him and so i wasn't really like too surprised (laughs) you weren't
1: surprised that they were into torture
3: (laughs) i thought they i don't know i didn't like their vibe and their dynamic but What's a scene that yeah. stuck out to you? I think I will always think of... When I think of this movie, I'm always going to think of the woman with the metal blindfold in the middle. Mm-hmm. And just that scene was really rough to to watch and just like watching them peel... Oh, you know pry really like pry oh, the dude. bolts out of our head yeah <laughs> yeah that was nasty um that's this, like visually it, that's what i'm gonna remember i was almost like sure.
2: optimistic when she was like helping her i was like oh nice we might get something like yeah. what's gonna happen now <laughs> i really had no idea what direction that movie was gonna go in for most of the movie though yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
1: yeah and yeah. Uh, this guy was actually set up to do hellraiser at one point which i i really wish we could have gotten to see his version because it like it's it it's really like down that kind of like weird aisle, you know, of Clive Barker S territory kind of thing. Um what for about- me for me yeah, it has yeah. to be the bath scene, and I'm not just being a creep, but it's like the like the visceral not much makes me like uh go like squeamy, like squeamish and look away, but like like you said when she's pulling out those those fucking pins out of the top of that thing, that professor X kind of thing that she has on. Mm-hmm. It is like, you can just feel it, man. And I think that that's what this film does in a great way. is like making you feel a lot of these like uh, scenes of violence. Like even the guys punishing her and torturing her. You can kind of... They're just so visceral. Like it's just... That's one way I would even describe this movie. is just a visceral fucking movie. Um, but yeah, the bath scene in particular is, is super crazy for me. Yeah. Um, let's go around and give our final ratings. Uh, Jack, let's start with you.
2: We're doing this out of out of five five okay um i enjoyed this movie don't think i'm gonna watch it again at least not you're gonna turn this on for a couple of years yeah (laughs) i probably give it like a Mm 4.5 i definitely recommend people check it out wow that's hard um i did enjoy it like i said i couldn't take my eyes away yeah and um it was super brutal tough to watch uh, this is also
1: Ramsey Bolton, friend of the show Ramsey Bolton's favorite
2: mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, I've never seen anything like it. Um, <laughs> I was, I knew it was going to be fucked up the way you were talking, and, you know, it, it met the expectations. This is going to
1: send you down a path of, like, kind of the Hellraiser where you're going to look for, like, the Lammett box and look <laughs> into torture yeah. and pain and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Kate, I what read, about you? A
2: need that must be filled. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Kate, what about you? Um, I'd say like a three and a half out of five for me. Like, wow,
0: she hates. This. I <laughs> didn't enjoy.
3: That's a good rating for most uh-huh. movies for me. Like, I just there were just so many things that to me just didn't make any sense. You know, like I just feel like if they just made it make a little more sense. Or maybe made things happen faster in that house. Like it did make sense to me that Anna, or even when Lucy, before Lucy started killing herself, like that they stayed in that house for as long as they did. Like, yeah, that like that that kind of shit doesn't make sense to me. Like the fact that Anna went down into this mysterious fucking thing. Like got a little where horror is her, movie like, She has no yeah. She has no like survival instinct. I wasn't super satisfied like I mentioned with the ending. I guess like if you believe this movie there's no hell because mademoiselle maybe
1: maybe heaven is scarier than hell no
3: (laughs) mademoiselle killed herself real fast like if there was a hell she was going to it and there must not be one so it was good Mm -hmm. but it's not something i ever want to really want to watch again ever
2: you know i'm also of the opinion that um a lot of horror movies they don't really need to explain a whole lot of like interesting i
3: think this one's trying to be something different it was trying to be elevated hostile you know like
2: i think it is
1: i think this is a 4.5 out of five i don't uh, know
3: i just it's not my bag you I would like you uh, also gave cannibal holocaust a super high rate oh game. cannibal holocaust is a five out of five no but... and i gave it a two <laughs> like it's there's just some things that just aren't my thing yeah like you also liked human centipede a lot more than me oh i like, love humans this the kind of was even better just Seeing Yucky. how what depraved things you can like show on screen of some doing to somebody's body yeah, and soul—it like, just... makes you
2: feel a certain way. Like you have like, <laughs> such a strong feeling he's for like, it. Makes me feel alive. <laughs> he's like, but super yeah. Like if torture. it's eliciting that emotion out of you, I think it's done a decent job. Yeah, he's like. but that super. I just don't
3: like it. Like I feel like there's an <laughs> effective way to elicit emotions from people that don't involve Jack's well yeah, like super torture <laughs> don't Im- guy now. Yeah, that don't involve quite going to that extent. Yeah, but i get that this is that that's part of that movement that extremist mm-hmm. kind of thing. oh yeah of, this it's, is of uh, its time
1: of the torture porn scene i think this yeah is one of i'm the just very, not into
3: torture porn what can i say one
1: of the very few that i think is great like i'm not even the biggest hostile guy but yeah four and a half out of five four and a half out of five for me um, Jack, I want to thank you for coming on the show uh, for a torture porn episode of HMF. Uh, it's always fun. Uh, Producer Kate, thank you as always. And mm-hmm. uh, you can hit us on the socials at on Instagram and Facebook at horrifying my friends, and on Twitter at horrifyingmf. Also hit me on uh, TikTok at oh god, uh, what, what am I on TikTok again? Oh Cap, Cap Creature. Creature, and on uh, Kate uses the horrifying my friends on TikTok, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't make content. Hit, hit me on there, TikTok's amazing. TikTok's scarier than this movie ever <laughs> could be. Um I'm have sure your
3: a... your for you pages. Yeah, probably.
1: Mine's not. Have a uh, flayed <laughs> week.
0: Bye. My friends. <laughs>